Valley Valley made them very loud indeed. The peal could be heard from the waters of Lake Lucerne to the snows of the Gotthard Pass. The ringing greeted traders come from Italy. Columns of Swiss soldiers pressed their palms against their ears as they marched the Uri Road. When the bells began to sound, teams of oxen refused to move. Even the fattest men lost the urge to eat from the quivering of their bowels. The cows that grazed the nearby pastures were all long since deaf. Even the youngest herders had the dull ears of old men, though they hid in their huts morning, noon, and night when my mother rang her bells. I was born in that belfry, above the tiny church. There I was nursed. When it was warm enough, there we slept. Whenever my mother did not swing her mallets, we huddled beneath the bells, the four walls of the belfry open to the world. She sheltered me from the wind and stroked my brow. Though she never spoke a word to me nor I to her, she watched my mouth as I babbled infant sounds. She tickled me so I would laugh. When I learned to crawl, she held my foot so I did not creep off the edge and fall to my death on the jutting rocks below. She helped me stand. I held a finger in each fist, and she led me round and round past each edge a hundred times a day. In terms of space, our belfry was a tiny world. Most would have thought it a prison for a child. But in terms of sound, it was the most massive home on earth. For every sound ever made was trapped in the metal of those bells, and the instant my mother struck them, she released their beauty to the world. So many ears heard the thunderous pealing echo through the mountains. They hated it, or were inspired by its might, or were entranced until they stared blindly into space, or cried as the vibrations shook their sadness out, but they did not find it beautiful. They could not. The beauty of the peeling was reserved for my mother and for me alone. I wish that were the beginning, my mother and those bells, the eve and atom of my voice, my joys and my sorrows. But of course, that is not true. I have a father, my mother had one as well, and the bells too, they had a father. Theirs was Richard Kilchmar, who, one night in 1725, tottered on a table, so drunk he saw two moons instead of one. He shut one eye and squished the other, so the two moons resolved into a single fuzzy orb. He looked about. Two hundred men filled Altdorf Square, in a town that was, and was proud to be, at the very center of the Swiss Confederation. These men were celebrating the harvest and the coronation of the new pope and the warm summer night. Two hundred men ankle-deep in piss-soaked mud. Two hundred men with mugs of acrid schnapps burned from Uri pears. Two hundred men as drunk as Richard Kilchmar. Quiet! He yelled into the night, which seemed as warm and clear to him as the thoughts within his head. 
I will speak. Speak, they yelled. They were quiet. High above, the Alps shone in the moonlight like teeth in black, rotting gums. Protestants are dogs, he yelled, raised his mug and nearly stumbled off the table. They cheered and cursed the dogs in Zurich, who were rich. They cursed the dogs in Bern, who had guns and an army that could climb the mountains and conquer Uri if they wished. They cursed the dogs in German lands farther north, who had never heard of Uri. They cursed the dogs for hating music, for defaming Mary, for wishing to rewrite the holy book. These curses, two hundred years dull in the capitals of Europe, pierced Kilchmar's heart. They brought tears.